Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC, and with me is Brad Livingston, the Lead Pastor. What's up guys? Good to be back another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And today, we got a special guest, my man, yeah. my brother from another mother, Patrick Waters, Whoa. on the microphone. Whoa, that's how pastors go. There it is. <laughs> Christian Rough Riders, y'all. That's <laughs> so, what we are. Uh, and some people actually thought we were actual brothers this past weekend. Twinsies. Twinsies. So uh, at the Freedom Conference. I said we, we were from different mamas together. <laughs> they said, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got different mamas together. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> but no, nah, Patrick is in the house. Preach for us this past Sunday. Incredible honor. I appreciate you, dog. Bro, your people are amazing. I just want to throw that out there right now. My man Juwan picked me up, brought me to church. I spilled a little coffee in his car. Told him to get it detailed, slip you the bill. All right, um, bet. Put that on your tab. Bet. And uh, the <laughs> yeah. best part was Juwan is on your security team or something along those lines. Yeah, he's our security coach, actually. He runs, that the, runs the whole thing. Yep. I'm standing by the sound booth right as worship's going for second service. And I'm not going to lie, I was drinking a protein shake, bulking up. <laughs> trying, to like, trying to be like my boy Gus. Gus. And uh, Juwan comes up and he whispers in my ear. He's like, hey, man, you know that dude standing next to your wife? And I'm like, yeah, he goes to my church. Some of my people, he goes, all right, just check. Just check. <laughs> so I felt very safe, very secure. It was an amazing time, man. Your worship team, God, every time I hear them, you can just hear the anointing flowing more and more and more. And I'm going to give a shout out to Anna because you can just tell – before I gave her a word that she was holding back and, and she had to just flow in what God has given her and just seeing her do that now, man, I was wrecked. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. No, it was powerful, man. It was, it was a good Sunday and, um, things popping, man. We're, we're, we only got one more Sunday left. What? What? Like two, two weeks. Technically, what is it? 12 days till AMC. <laughs> yep. 12 days till AMC. We got one more Sunday in our building. We got some some big vision casting to do for this coming up Sunday. But, uh, man, we're, we're we're pumped, man. And we're grateful to thank you. Every time I call you, what you need. No I question. I appreciate your heart, man, so much. I love that God has brought us together. And when I say us, I mean me, you, and J.O., me, you, and your dad, all of the whole team here at TC. You know, I said Sunday I got big love for Brad because – He's a pastor's kid, and you know, that drug problem. We got drugged to church from birth. <laughs> Didn't have a choice, so we relate on a lot of we levels. Drugged to church, drugged to meetings, <laughs> drugged to prayer meeting, prayer meetings. people's house eating food you didn't right. like. Yeah, mm. wasn't even good food. But you were going to eat it. You were going to yeah. eat it? With I'll a smile. It. Yeah, no, it's, that's uh, that's the way it went. But yeah, man, it was uh, it was good. And we've been, we've been in an Imagine series, and so when we connected, um, you know, you said, you got something you want me to preach on? And uh, we tossed around a few things, but uh, we landed on victory. Come on. And uh, I was like, I, I just figured it was an alley-oop for you, like Lob City. Yes. So, <laughs> And then I bunted. But <laughs> <laughs> it made it on first. I don't even know how that happened. It's the lightning speed. It was my new Jays. Yeah, that's what it was. They was fresh, too. <laughs> he was uh, rocking them Tinker Threes. J.O. put them on his story. So if y'all ain't following J.O., you missed them. Missed it. But, uh, yeah, it, it was It is dope, expired. Man. And if you were at church, second service, and uh, you saw me stiff-arm my daughter, and tell her not to step on my J's again. I need to apologize to you now. No, you don't. She should know better. If she they, should if know they white, stay away. That's, That's how bad it goes. parenting on her mama's side. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, you got to train them up in the way yes. that they should go. And when they are older, they will not depart from that. It. I mean, it is a good life lesson. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't step on white don't shoes. Don't step on white shoes. Yeah. Anybody's shoes. Anybody. Anybody. Especially yeah. white shoes. But they got to learn with their parents. Yes. So That's a valuable lesson. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you never know. She may grow up one day and end up dating a sneakerhead when she's 35 or 40, she's whenever you let it happen. going to be allowed to date after she's married. <laughs> I pretty much decided. That sounds so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of uh, dowries. You know, I've started putting money aside so I can pick her husband out. And this oh. is what we're bringing to the table. You're like a Hindu. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> it works. Hey. <laughs> 
divorce in the Hindu religion is like 0.01%, so they're doing something right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's because they traded some goats for that junk. I like goat. I do like goat. Make curry a, goat. Make a sweater or some curry goat. Either way, <laughs> it's <curry> fire. <laughs> so, I've had good goat before, too. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah. Where'd you have it from? Uh, I mean, like, what genre of food was it? Uh, a Palestinian. Okay, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a non bread and stuff too? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what the he Peter bread and goat and stuff. I don't yeah. know what yeah. he did. All I know is it was good. It's good. Goat is good. Yeah. People underestimate goat because they're cute. That's what girls say. Uh, so it's like, I ain't trying to eat goat. Like, it's a little goat. It's, I'm like, uh, little goats are little goats, but not the ones you eat aren't the little They're goat. pretty big, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. They're big, like, nasty like, goats. Like, when I tell Ashley, like, I've eaten goat before, she's like, oh my God. The little miniature cute ones? They're so cute. How could nah. you ever eat a goat? It's like, nah. Because I'm hungry. You put hot sauce on anything, it's going to taste good. Goat's got a goatee. Like, it's a full grown goat. I, so. ate, I ate it because I was hungry. Yeah. I don't like the ones with the horns, though. It's like too demonic from like when I was a kid, and my yeah. dad would tell us those stories about oh, rock like and a, roll like being a, the devil. It's like a pentagram. Yeah, pentagram, yeah. yeah. Ain't, trying to, ain't trying to get into all that. Couldn't no. do it. So, the goat head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back to Jesus. So, Sunday, we talked about some good stuff. We talked about victory, and we talked about facing giants. Yeah, we did. I caught you, I caught you a little snippet in there where you said, We're not David. Yeah. I appreciate that. He lined me up. Because <laughs> what is it? If you put yourself in that role, you've missed the whole point. of Correct. You Correct. Know, it's like, I'm not Jesus. I want to be like Jesus, but I'm not Jesus. Well, yeah. and, and what, you know, 98% of sermons about David and Goliath is from the context of slay your giants, you're David, you know. Yeah. You're the hero of the story. You're, you're the hero of the story. Mine's just every day. Get your sword. Get ready to fight. That's get, right. Get your that's right. Get your slingshot. Your ammunition is reading your word, reading your scripture. Not just reading the word, but knowing why you're reading the word. Not just praying, but knowing why you're praying. Not even just, you know, you guys have first fruits offerings coming up this Sunday, and I think one thing that's very important is for people to understand the principle of tithing and offering and why we do it. And 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 I don't do it to get I do it because it's a joy to give, you know, right in our growth track. One of my top spiritual gifts every time is giving. I love to give away. And, um, that's why that's, you know, with first fruits, 10%, do it, knock it out, make it happen. And then watch what the Lord does. And, you know, pastor, pastor Brad spoke a little bit about, and then so did pastor Dan in the video about Malachi 10, you know, bringing your first fruits. And, and I love three, that. It's three ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three verse 10. But I was going to say my favorite part oh. is verse 11. Oh, I got you. Okay. Because verse 11 says, I will keep the pest from devouring your crops. The fruit of your vines will not fall off before it's time. And to me, that's everything I put my hand to. You know, I got a new truck two years ago. Well, I say new, new to me. I bought a 2011 truck in 2016, but it was new to me and it was baller. But before that, I drove an expedition for 12 years. Yeah, I remember that. You know, ran it through a, through a, went down this road one day and I was like, oh, that puddle doesn't look so deep. And heard bubbles coming out of the exhaust. <laughs> Just shut it down, pulled it out. Everyone's like, oh, you're going to have to do this and that. Bro, I turned it on after they pulled me out and drove it off jail and that was it. I was gone. I never had a problem with it. Funny story. I traded the truck in and my father-in-law was the salesman and, um, Dropped it off. They had to do some paperwork and they had to change out a couple parts on my truck before I got it. New new headlights were all foggy, so they put new headlights in it for me. And so I couldn't pick it up till the next day. And when I got home that night, my father-in-law calls me and says, hey, what's wrong with your truck? I was like, well, what do you mean? He goes, bro, we had to jump it off to move it across the parking lot. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with that truck. Like, not my problem <laughs> it worked my, when i got it to my, i thought you were talking about my f-150 i didn't know you were talking about the expedition that's not mine i signed that over next morning called me again and said bro we literally had to jump start it again to put it onto the truck so they could haul it to the dump man they were they were crushing that truck and i knew it and uh the holy spirit spoke to me in that moment jo and he said you have prayed over that truck for years. You have given faithfully in your tithe and your offerings. And I told you in verse 11, the fruit of your vine will not fall off before it's time. That's anything you put your hand to. That's relationships. You know, my relationships with you and Brad and TC and Pastor Dan, that's a relationship with my wife and my children. That's relationships with all of the people that are in my life. 
that the 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 pest cannot come and eat that up because it's protected. Yeah. You know, it's that covenant with God that because I'm I've been faithful with that tithe and the Holy Spirit said, I have taken my hand off that truck because it's not yours anymore. And so, you know what I started doing? Praying for that F-150 mm-hmm. <laughs> in a whole new level. I was like, all right, that blessing, let it transfer, keep it safe. So y'all got first fruits. If you're listening, don't forget this Sunday is a big Sunday. You know, when I, when I, I jokingly said Sunday, as I was preaching that I was in your new church on Saturday and I'm not gonna lie. I saw the new Avengers movie and it was dope. And I cried. <laughs> the little girl said, I love you 3000. That was it. I was wrecked. <laughs> and, uh, but I could just see people coming to know the Lord in that building because of what the vision that God's given you, Pastor Brad, and what your people are doing, how they're going to come alongside and it's just, oh, it's going to be so awesome to see. It's going to be so awesome to hear the fruits and meet new people. Like I met some new people at your church this time that, you know, I preached a year ago almost. Bunch of new different faces. And mm-hmm. they're all saying the same thing. Man, we ain't been in church, never been in church, got plugged in, met Pastor Brad, met Pastor J.O. <clears throat> they invited us. We're here. We met so-and-so who works with so-and-so who invited us. We're here. We're getting plugged in. Man, it makes my heart happy. So when you said that that anytime you call me, I'm going to come, it's because we are the body. We are the church. You know, we are one family. Yeah. And I, and I believe in that, man. My dad brought me up on that. And so anytime you call, I'm going to come. Appreciate Unless it. it's hunting season. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> or, no, or, no, seriously. <laughs> or your wife is like about to have a baby or well, something. Well, there's that. Yeah. Cause, but we're uh, done with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was four. You got four kids now. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> so, I felt like it was me, you, J.O., Juan, True, and Gus in a Mini Cooper the first time I put all four of them kids in my <laughs> expedition. <laughs> I was driving down the road. I started getting claustrophobic in an expedition, man. I was like, we got we got to get a Suburban. Yeah, we like got to get a 15-passenger minivan or yeah, something. Can we get, yeah. A Kano line. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, man, it was dope. It was, uh, su- Sunday was good. And I appreciate you doing the, you know, giving us that, that feedback, man, just encouragement. Because it is... It's so easy just to get locked into like what we're doing and, you know, just our own little world. And it's like, man, we got to, there's a kingdom to, to impact on behalf of, you know, there's people to save and, and we're going to do it, man. You know, so passionate about seeing people's lives change. So, um, which I believe a lot of that happened on Sunday talking about victory. Mm. So victory in Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, some of the things you was talking about, how me singing old school, (laughs) my savior forever. (laughs) Uh, but no, man, it was, it was good, bro. The talking about victory and, um, you know, hitting, hitting some of the points you were talking about was key. You know, one of my favorite ones is like, you, you'll never be able to see where you're going. Once you realize that where you're going is better than where you've been, you'll fight. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was big, man. Especially in the church world, bro, where everyone falls in love with the past. Yeah. And like the the it's almost like the worst thing in the world that can happen is God moves in a certain way yes. after a certain after a certain scenario because now we just go mimic that scenario every time we get together. It's like yeah. that's the formula. That's the we formula. do this plus yeah. this plus this, God shows up. Because we can summon the Lord like that. Bro. Uh, if I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, hit that gold. verse again. I'd have gold teeth. Hit that course again. Hit that course again. We're going to do this until someone starts yeah. running. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, hit, we was, so, hit the bridge. And me and Pastor Dan, this was a while back. We were watching, uh, we were just flipping through the channels. And one of our local churches, this is how long ago, one of our local churches' service was on TV. So you can tell this like 10 years ago, whatever. And so we were just sitting there watching it. We was both just tired. And uh, so he was watching it. He said, Watch. He said, They're going to keep singing this same song until people start running. So it was a it was a it was an old school Pentecostal <laughs> church, you know, IPHC or oh, some yeah. one of, one of them type churches, and and uh, sure enough, man, after about eight nine minutes, finally someone took off, and then three or four more took off, and about they finished that last course and ended it, and then they went. Kept it's like I mean, God don't move if you don't run. So yeah. that's that's somebody's logic, I guess. But well, what yeah. you're saying with that, you look at last year, I read the stat that. Last year, there were 4,000 new churches in America that were planted and opened, which sounds amazing until you realize there were 7,000 churches that closed their doors last year. And if you start looking at what the reason behind these churches closing their door, stuck in the past. You know, there's some things that are unwavering, unfailing. You know, we're going to preach Jesus. Yep. Preach the blood. Yep. 
preach the Holy Spirit, and we're going to preach discipleship. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, like I said, Sunday. You know, you can't fight with a gun without bullets in it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You'll exactly. never go to war. And, and I think there's too many Christians today that don't know what they believe and why. Yeah. They believe it because they brought up in a church that says, this is what you should do. And I love what Maxwell says that rules without relationship lead to rebellion. And, and if you don't have the relationship with Jesus and all you have is the rules of Jesus, you're not going to know why you have that relationship, man. You're going to, you're going to buck the system and yeah. It's gonna be bad. Same thing. Same thing happens when you got, when you've got truth without grace. Come on, you know. Whoo, harsh. Mm. So it, yeah, it's just the law, man. Just, you know, you're wrong on this. You're wrong on this. And the whole the church has built a terrible reputation over the last twenty years on uh, what it means to operate with in grace or with truth without grace. You know. And then there's the antidote for some people is some of the new churches. Some of the new word that's coming out is you know all grace without truth. And it's like, man, that's that's destruction right there. Like we're leading everyone down uh, a path to no eternity. If it feels good, do it. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. That's well, like, my friend said it was okay. And that Jesus is love. And so that's love. So la, yeah. la, la. No, Jesus, is, Jesus is holy fam. Yeah. <laughs> so flip a table. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So he's holy and he's righteous before he's anything else. And, uh, man, so that's, it's just so important to remember that but yeah that's how it is like I, I feel like so many so many people so many churches organizations they're stuck in the past you know what i mean it's not even who can we reach today it's just like you know how can we how do we, how do we make it through this week how do we make it through this month um you know how do we keep having the same things for our people how how do we get people to keep coming back it's not about reaching anybody new it's just about trying to appease the crowds or appeal it's whatever it's like man you know <laughs> you can only be inward focused for so long yeah before you become uh, inbred, uh, us yeah. four and no more. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah but you re- really, because you you'll just you'll design everything for the the, you know the the people in the room. Yeah. Before you know what, it, no one else is popping up. That's what Pastor people. used to say, man. He used to say you can you can only become inward focused before you become inbred, and anything that's inbred is diseased. It's like. God, <laughs> I thought he was talking about you, Alabama fans. I didn't know. <laughs> Roll Tide. Yeah. Roll Tide. So you know what's funny, man? This, this has nothing to do with this, but I'm talking about Pastor, how he used to say stuff. So we were at a meeting Sunday night. We had a, a, a foundations meeting for uh, a trust that I'm on the board on. And uh, so we had a meeting. Two of the people that are on there with us were with our family at First Assembly back in the day. Um, and Steve, the, uh, Steve and Kay, man, they're awesome. Phenomenal people. Steve came up to me and, uh, hand me these CDs, stack of CDs. I was like, what is this? And he said, uh, he said, I found some tapes of your dad preaching back in 95, 96, 97. And, uh, all the ones that were still good, we dumped them down to CDs for you. So he gave me a stack. Oh, no. <laughs> he gave me a stack. All the ones that were still good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were cassette it, tapes. Is bro. he talking about good quality no, yeah, or good yeah, yeah. preaching? Like, like, I was like, no. man, they should all be good. I've heard <laughs> your dad preach. It's tapes, fire. No, nah, tapes that uh, <laughs> tapes that made it. Tapes that made it over the last twenty four years, and uh, gave them to me. So I've been listening to these CDs of my dad preaching when he was literally four years older than I am right now. He was thirty six back then, and still had white hair. Yeah, and still <laughs> had white hair. It was gray. And it Yo, was, yeah. I know, bro. Yeah. The first time I ever met your dad was he spoke at a chapel service on a Tuesday yep. at BRSM. And it was probably the most powerful message I've ever heard about hidden sin. And he was talking about Jim Baker. And he said, you know what I think about with Jim Baker? He goes, I don't think about Jim Baker on TV crying, talking about, oh, I've sinned, forgive me. He goes, I think about the two or three weeks before when Jim Baker was in his bed alone at night crying out to the Lord. And I was like, whoa. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm I'm pretty close to perfect, and I've never sinned much. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that one time I did. I, <laughs> that right, was me. Right. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> no, yeah, man. And so it's cool because I've, you know, we were talking about, like some of the things he used to say, but he's been talking. So I'm listening to these CDs, bro. And it's, it's literally a year after revival started at Brownsville. So we're talking about 96, 97 ish. And, uh, so he's, it's, he's preaching then he's, he's talking about like, he's talking about how if, if you don't take what you're getting and he was referring to eating at the table, he said, 
He said, if all you do is come to the table and eat and eat and eat, but you at some point you don't ever stand up from the table and go and do something like go minister to somebody. If you don't ever get, he said, the problem is, he said, tens of thousands of people are coming to the table, but they're never going to take a to go box to feed anybody Mm. outside the church. And, uh, mm. he, like he said, I was like, God, dog, he's the same gangster then that he is right now. Like he just, <laughs> even in that promo video for first fruit Sunday, I was like, yep, that's my man right there. That's the OG. <laughs> OG pastor Dan. So, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it is like we get so fixated, even, even maybe not the past, but the present getting so fixated on the present that you don't like look like man god wants to do a new thing he wants to sing a new song he wants us to go to a new place and it's like man we talked about it sunday it's the giants and they're not even really giants you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's just talk yep 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 yep. and the devil starts telling you the same part truth over and over and over again and over and over till you're like man maybe that is true maybe i can't step out and serve on the set up teardown team at TC as we move into this new amazing facility. Maybe I can't even be an usher or a greeter or a, on the worship team. You know, I, I can play the guitar. <clears throat> I can play the guitar like nobody's business, but because of that one thing I did that one time, you know, right, 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 right. bro, that's what I love about you, your dad, TC. I love about us as a whole. When I say us, I'm talking about the church where we are, we're, we're grafted together as a team is that there is grace, there is forgiveness and there is restoration and there is, Hey, this is what God has gifted you with. We recognize it. Use your gift. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope all of you that are listening to this podcast, go through next steps, man, find out what your gifts are. You know what I mean? Cause it's like this. We all know Pastor is called to preach. Pastor Brad's amazing. He's an all right drummer. I mean, we learned that Sunday. <laughs> but he's a fire preacher. So go to next steps. Figure out what you're good at. Growth track. Do it. Growth track. My bad. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Take your next steps at growth track. At growth track. <laughs> Grow. Yeah. So, uh, but no, man, I appreciate that. And that's it. It's like, it's a matter of connecting people to, uh, connecting people to their purpose and seeing them, you know, fulfill and make a difference, which is, it's a heart. It's what we want to do. It's where we want to be. And it's what we want to accomplish. What we want to see everyone accomplish, you know? Um, that's all. Do- it was so dope, man. I was super amped up. You know, we got uh, tons of people joining the dream team all at one time right now, yeah. you know, just jumping on board and it's so clutch and it, it, because it's the vision, man, it's like what God is doing and getting people on board. And, um, you know, that's why I love what we're accomplishing. I love what we're accomplishing together. Come on. That's why I love the Freedom Conference this past week. Bro. One of the things I loved about the Freedom Conference is it was like, at some point, so it was funny, at one point I was standing there, it was me, Josh, Todd, Seth, and somebody else, Chase. And uh, so some of them from downtown, shout out to Liberty Downtown, whoop, whoop. Pastor Todd, all you guys, phenomenal. So we were all standing there talking. And so we look over at one point and all the blue shirts had come out of the sanctuary. They were getting ready to do something. I don't know what they were getting ready to do. But they were getting ready to do something. And uh, so uh, there was, I, I don't, no one made him a leader or put him in charge of anything. They were just like, hey, yo, like this is what needs to happen. And so all of a sudden my man, True, Love steps that, up and he's just oh. like this is what we're gonna do you're gonna go y'all do this and then y'all do this and y'all do this and y'all do these things or whatever like so they were setting up the whole day. and uh and josh at one point it was either josh or top was like yo whose campus is he at i was like <laughs> mine, mine. <laughs> but it was dope because it wasn't you know no one had to wear a, a church name tag it wasn't like no one had to to broadcast where they were from you know what i mean it just wasn't any of those things um, when it came to just our church people, like it was just people serving so that people's lives could be changed. You know, and it was, they were powerfully changed, bro. Yeah. That was, that was my favorite part. I love that, but I love watching all the people get prayed for. That's cause you like watching people cry. True. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. True. I'm put some sad songs on later. See where, see where you're at. And, uh, no, but it was watching all these people and just seeing true freedom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seeing things just battles that you know people have been fighting for years with just left at that altar and just seeing all the different churches man we must have had seven or eight different churches there yeah they were just all working together yeah that's what i mean no one had to no one had to wear their church t-shirt you know what i mean it was just Mm -hmm. like everybody was there serving and making a difference which is so powerful and and that's what we're going back to that's like that's what we're all called to do which is why getting 
getting consumed with giants, like you were talking about on Sunday, like getting consumed with our own giants and getting distracted and, and all those things by the giants of our lives is like, come on fam. Like you don't have to, you don't have to keep fighting. The enemy's goal isn't to get us from heaven to hell. For those of us that are in Christ Jesus, his goal is to get us distracted long enough that we don't win anybody else. Yes. And so it's like, like, come on, like mm-hmm. quit fighting the giants that you don't need to fight. Like, you know, we're not quit surrender that fight to the Lord and stand when you've done all you can do stand yes. in your armor. But for some of us, man, some of us keep going to battles that we don't even have to go into. You know, there's certain moments that the battle is just like, the Lord's just like, I got like, it's like Goliath. what I say? He said he came out every morning and would challenge whoever. Yeah. And basically that's what our giants do to us. All they do is run their mouth and yep. talk. And yep. they're like, okay, if you, if I defeat you, this giant talk of the devil, if it defeats you, then you're going to have to serve that giant. Right. You know, whereas if I just go, you know what, God, that's you. That's not me. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want me to do this? You want me to say this? You want me to pray like this? Okay. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And then now it serves God. Yeah. Cause, uh, I know my man, J.O. has got a cousin that does a lot of talking. So, well, <laughs> I got several. <laughs> uh, Y'all must not be listening yeah, to this podcast. <laughs> I got several. That's a, when he was talking about that, I was thinking about JC. I was like, bro, JC would talk. Oh, yeah, he talk. He just go for uh, nothing. Yeah, oh yeah. He take talk about your mama and everything else. <laughs> Can, yeah, but will he fight you though? Oh, oh yeah, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat for no reason. See, that was me back in the day. I'm getting too old for that, man. Hey, he fight. He used to fight. He was pretty. He fight pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he, he was. He, he was a, he, a brawler, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah JC was. See, a brawler. I respect people like that. He yeah. wasn't that big either. I mean, no, like he, he's skinny. But my dad used to talk about Muhammad Ali like that. He goes, a lot of people didn't like Muhammad Ali because he talked all that trash. Now, mind you, my dad's from Louisville, Kentucky, so he's a big Ali fan. Yeah, he goes. I like Ali because he would talk that trash and then punch people in the face and win. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> I how like, oh, he I respect would, that. Ali would get you, you know, convinced before the fight that he was going to win though. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Point number two, don't talk yourself out of victory before <laughs> there it you is. enter the battle. Yeah. That's how, uh, was it Chad Ochocinco or Terrell Owens? One of them was like, they, they, everyone's talking about him like all they do is talk and all they he's, he said if you want me to stop talking keep me out the end zone <laughs> that's how like Ocho Cinco <laughs> yeah he's, if you want me to stop that's talking keep me, out the, keep me out the end zone don't let me score and I won't talk but anyways no yeah you're right you don't ever, talk yourself out of victory you ever seen the mic'd up video of Ocho oh yeah yeah it non-stop yeah it sounds like my boy Tuan on the basketball court yeah, just constantly talking he tell him what he's doing when he's getting up on the line hey I'm I'm but you can't cover me yeah i'm a score right three dudes over here i'm still gonna catch it <laughs> no yeah that's exactly how it goes because it's like man and, and, and going back to what you're talking about it's like man we do such a good job at talking ourselves out of victory you know what i mean or hearing what the enemy is saying and hearing like hearing the plan and getting so overwhelmed or concerned or scared or whatever we literally do we talk ourselves out of the victory that's available you know what I'm saying? That we can we can obtain, we can fight for, we can surrender to the Lord and see him come through on our behalf. And it's like, but nah, do I really want to fight this one? Like, do I really want to? Is my family worth fighting for? Come on. Are lost people worth fighting for? Come on. Is my purpose worth fighting for? Come on. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yes. To all of those things, complacent living is dangerous in the lives of Christians, man. I think one of the biggest giants Christians face as a whole is fear. And you, you spoke on that at Freedom Conference Sunday and it was or Saturday and I was just like a couple things came to mind. One was, God dog, man, I gotta follow him when I <laughs> preach. I'm like, it's kinda And then I was like, All right, well I'm gonna have to step my game up. And number two, I was thinking and the Holy Spirit said, Fear is the belief that God's love ends. Yeah. You know, when you start looking at the battles that you're facing and the giants that you're facing and you get scared and fearful, what you're really seeing is God's love for Patrick is not enough that he's going to come through for Patrick in this scenario. Yeah. And he's not going to come through in that scenario. And sometimes the best thing that he can do is not come through and how I think he should come through because through what I consider a loss or what through what I consider to be a defeat, he is glorified ultimately more. And it doesn't sound right, and it doesn't feel good. It's painful. But when you look back and you see the growth that happens, you're like, okay, God, now I see your love for me. Now I, I thank yeah. you for 
unanswered prayers that I thought, but really it was what was best for me. Well, yeah, that's what I'm about saying. to sing a Garth Brooks song. Boy, Bring it. That's what I talked about on Saturday, yeah. man. Garth Brooks? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it was. <laughs> and the thunder rolls. <laughs> Not that one. Oh, that's yeah. a good song, though. The, un- the unanswered prayers one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what we talked about on, we talked about on Saturday, you know. Um, worry is believing Tim Keller's quote worry is yes. believing God is not for me anxiety is believing he doesn't have my best interest at heart you know old Keller old Keller dropping dropping some truth on him but yeah bombs truth and that's bombs. even what I you know it's like I added, I added my story in on Saturday to the to the fear and it's just like I know what fear looks like <laughs> I know what not being in control looks like because ultimately fear is nothing but fear is nothing but the anxiety that exists from not being in control because now you're not making the decisions on behalf of yourself. And that's a scary thought for anybody, you know, but at least it should enough, be, man. it should be surrender is not easy, but surrendering to the God of the universe that has given you breath today should give you some peace of mind about who's on your side. Yeah. Especially when you get to cut the giant's head off with his come on, sword. Come on. I liked your analogy too. It was like, <laughs> That sword probably weighed as much as he did. He tried to pick him up over his shoulder. Uh, and let, let the, the downstroke finish it. That's right. Let gravity do the rest. Because I so, remember talking trash when I was a kid and I'd be fighting. You better hit. You better kill me with the first shot, bro. Because I'm going to come at you with everything. <laughs> you know, between us, but fear and opportunity. <laughs> I never got killed. Obviously. I prayed myself back. I got that faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, lay, lay hands on yourself. Raise yourself. Back up. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> well, you come out of the revival, so you. you That's pro- all I know. Yeah, you That's probably. It. I'm That's a product. It. Yeah. Product of the revival. Yeah. A BRSM training. <laughs> Just you, say a couple keywords. Need to catch her in a prayer cloth. That's right. Fire. Where's my cloth girl? <laughs> Where's what? My cloth girl. Oh, your cloth girl. That yeah. sounded weird. Yeah, that did. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> Sometimes when people get prayed for. They would go out under the spirit. And y'all are on podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. Air I did air quotes. Air quotes yeah. <laughs> and so every once in a while, some people would come straight from the club to the church yep. or yep. would go from church to the club. Yep. And so when you would fall, their skirts would go up, you know, pretty high. And you want to put a prayer cloth under them to conserve, to preserve their uh, modesty for them. Modesty cloth. Yeah. yeah. That's a modesty cloth. Drop, I call them drop cloths. Drop cloths. <laughs> That's what I thought. Are we painting? What are we painting? <laughs> That's a drop cloth. They drop We got time for a funny story? Are we sleeping yeah. oral? One time I was preaching for the, or I was catching for um, John Kilpatrick in the heyday of the revival. Oh. And he didn't just let anybody catch with him. And I was pretty sure. Did you have a catcher's mitt? I did not, in okay, fact. So I had he a only let blue blazer. Special catcher's. Khaki pants. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. Not anybody could roll, roll with that dude. No. And he prays for this lady, and I'm telling you, her skirt came up so high, it was it was pretty scary. Yeah. And the the girl that put the cloth over the the ladies was nowhere to be found. I think she ran up to get another stack. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "Take your jacket off and put it on top of her." And I was like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> he goes, "No, seriously, take your jacket off." I was like, "Okay." That jacket, that the shirt that I was wearing underneath my jacket, the sleeves were a size too small, so I cut the sleeves off. <laughs> Shut up! I just got down this truth, bro. I swear. So you were like a spo- like a sleeveless. Sport. It looked like Chippendale shirt with no sleeves on it, with a blue blazer over it. So I took the blazer off and I put it over. And he just stops and stares at me like I had a third eye in the middle of my forehead. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just being obedient. <laughs> a sleeveless dress shirt. <laughs> it was It was just, it's perfect. I had my tie on, Brooks Brothers, because you got to have a Brooks Brothers That's tie it. if you want to be sanctified and Holy Ghost. Late 90s at least. Yes, sir. Silk, 100%. And uh, as soon as old girl came back, he's like, all right, put, leans in. He's like, put that, put that, put that jacket back on. Right put that jacket back on. <laughs> Like on on muscle shirt, on muscle dress shirt. I didn't have no muscles though. I hadn't been working out for like eight months. I was like, bro, look like butter melted, Jello melted in the sun or something. <laughs> uh, oh, good old man. revival, huh? You gotta love. Hey, my life was radically changed though, man. I'll tell you, there's a lot of things that I took from that that I still hold on to. Um, love God. Don't put your eyes on man. Keep your eyes on God. Don't, uh, don't, that's about the only one. 
That's still a good one, though. Oh, the three Gs, girls, glory, and gold. Those are three things that are going to try to destroy you as a pastor. Be careful of those. And uh, looking back now, the one of the things that I've taken that I've really held on to is having godly relationships with other pastors. Because if you're going to be a ministry man, you can't do it alone. Facts. You know, you look at any, any, even the military, the military sends nothing out alone. They don't send a plane out alone. They don't send snipers out alone. He's got a spotter. Everybody goes out on teams. You look at Jesus after they did the miracle of the, the bread and the fish and he fed the 5,000. What did he do? He put baskets together. He yep. said, you two go this way and you two go this way and you two go this way. And I just love that. I love that. Cause if we do it together, it can't be stopped, man. We're better together. Yes. Man. Yes. Yes. Better together. Absolutely. That's why I love it, man. I love doing ministry with you guys, you know, and uh, our relationship's been popping now for, well, since freedom of last year. So I feel like we've been closer a lot longer than. It feels like it. So I've known known him longer. It's a year and a half. Than you? I met J.O. through uh, Johnny Franklin at Crown Church. Yeah, nah. So me and Patrick was like hitting each other up on Facebook a lot. That's right. So we was like we would comment on each other's social media stuff, but we never hung out until Freedom. And now there's no separation. Oh. That's right. Oh, so yeah, I remember. Now we from brothers. Now we brothers. Your from dad, well, Pastor Dan was there though. Your dad was there. We went to lunch at the Joe Patty's oh, on yeah, Nine Mile the first yeah, time yeah. I met you. You weren't there. no, wasn't there that, that wasn't one. the first time. Yeah, it was. That's the first time I met you in person. I thought the first time was just me, you, and um. No, Johnny, Johnny Franklin was there. I think Pastor Dan was there though. Wasn't Pastor Dan there? He was. He was there. That was the first time I met you guys. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why Brad wasn't there. This was a this was several years yeah, back. Yeah, I forgot. Bro. I was somewhere. I don't remember what it was. I was. I don't even know if you were full time at the church then, bro. I think you might have that, been at all pro. That was about then. four years. That was about four years ago. Uh, I've been I've been full time at the church for six and a half years. Yeah, that was huh. that was probably about four so. or five years. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I just know it was a four of us. It was yeah. me, me and you and Johnny Franklin and Pastor Dan. Yeah, I don't remember where I was at. I was somewhere. But uh, get wait. signed up for Freedom Group. They're gonna be starting off in the fall. That was another thing that really impressed me too. Was it's seen a year and a half ago, you and I did, well, a year ago, you and I did this together where I took your whole staff through it. And now you guys are on your second round of taking people through it Yeah, and seeing a, your people, like you said, serving, but now them excited, you know, I saw people on Facebook talking about me and so-and-so are going to lead a freedom group in the fall. And I'm just like, come on, Holy ghost, come mm-hmm. on. And if you don't know what freedom is, it's a 12 week long small group that is going to end in a weekend conference. And I'm not going to tell you anything about the conference other than if pastor Brad preaches, don't let him preach in front of you. <laughs> Cause it was really, really good. It was gooder than mine. No, and, man. uh, it, it is life changing. Like yeah. I wish I would have had this 23 years ago when I gave my heart. Come to on, the Lord. seriously, it's really good. Seriously, I'd have a mega a, church by now. I'd probably be driving a Lamborghini. Well, <laughs> that's that. I'd definitely there, be on preacher sneakers. I'd have five thousand dollars. Are there any? Uh, are there any <laughs> pastors that drive? That's what the Lord wants. Lamborghinis and are on preachers. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Uh, so, so I saw one the other day. I actually defended him. Someone Olstein, and I'm like, I'm like, so what? My man takes zero dollar salary from his church. He's written more number one bestsellers than than the lady that wrote Harry Potter. Leave the man alone. Yeah, let him do. His let thing, me bro. write a book. That's but see, and that's a no, that's a whole other topic. That's different. You know, they still <laughs> got fired up. Bro. Did, did you see, see the, the picture of preacher sneakers the other day? The the Jake Hamilton picture from from Jesus Culture or Bethel, whatever. As he had the fear of gods on. Is that that he one? He had the Balenciaga Balenciaga oh, shoes on. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 in the background of the picture was a homeless guy with no shoes on. No, he's stunting on the with these, you know, three thousand dollar Balenciaga shoes. Those or were something. not three thousand. They were nine hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, I remember thinking those ain't that bad. Uh, I mean, I can't afford that. That's like a year's salary, but still. I know it's just you know. Right now, it's, everybody's it's going not to that, sneakers. It's just not a good look. That's all I'm saying. He ain't wrote a bestseller yet. Joel Osteen's written some books. He can buy him whatever he wants. Can I just be real honest though? They ugly. Yeah, those look like bad sketchers from like 1999. <laughs> they do, bro. Those things are so ugly. <laughs> those are terrible. <laughs> look how big the heel is, man. You know what those reminds me of? I swear. Zoom in on the guy in the background. Old school Doc Martens when they had the big soles. Can I tell you, I had those in Bible college. I almost snapped my ankle three times walking downstairs. Doc Martens? And the, yeah, the, remember the, when yeah, the thick that, sole came in? I like didn't three, like Doc Martens. Bro. 
I almost snapped my ankle three times. I took them jokers off. I put them in a closet. <laughs> my wife literally sold them at a yard sale for $1. What was your favorite shoes of all time you ever had? Ooh. Bro, I had some Allen Iverson. I, I already know the answer. Reebok pumps. <laughs> Reebok pumps. I, I was <laughs> the first one that had them, and I wore them with my hyper color shirt and my Umbro shorts. Okay, wait. Umbro. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> my God. Uh, Umbro. I ain't think. So the question is, are we talking about sneakers that we actually wore or yeah, just yeah, sneakers yeah. that we own? Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm not like that, Brad. Yeah, we ain't. If I, well, I had a pair I never brought. No. I wore, but oh, yeah, I told I had, you about it. When, like when I was like 16, no, I had no, some Allen Iversons. Oh. I had some Allen Iversons with a zipper. Oh, yeah, Over yeah, the laces. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, those were those were dope those back were, in the day. Yes, they were. I had I had some seventeens that were worth so much money I never wore them, and I flipped them and made a whole lot of money when I flipped them. No, we're talking about normal shoes. Okay, shoes that we actually wear. Yeah, favorite shoes that I actually wear. I'm be honest, my favorite shoes that I ever wear are my rainbow flip flops. I wear <laughs> I wear them probably 300 days out of the year. I wear Is them rainbow so a much. brand? Or yeah, are they yeah, like yeah. color rainbow? No, rainbow's a brand. Like pride. Uh, There's a brown you rock rainbow flip flops. Yeah. Listen. Is J.O. trying to clown me on shoes? <laughs> My man just, wears the same three Ralph Lauren polos every week. No, <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of them. Bought it from Baby Gap. No, he got all the same. He no, got, I he got, got a, a closet full. No, I got a bunch of them, bro. My, I think my white and blue Jordan 18s was my favorite shoes of all time. Mm. That's why I'm trying to get some more right now, but it ain't, it ain't did, working. Patrick, were you a uh, Timberland guy? Nah. No, 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 no. My favorite, 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 favorite shoes I ever had was uh, I had the white canvas K-Swiss mm. with the stripes, bro. <laughs> okay. Remember those? Yeah, I do. Those K-Swiss were dope. I wanted those so bad. And my second favorite pair were the old white Fila with the blue and the red stripe yep. on them. Bro, I think at my dad's house, I still have in a photo album. It was 1988. We were in Germany. My dad was stationed over there. And he bought me a pair of the white Filas. And I had this red boom box. And I put my feelers on top of the boombox, and I was taking pictures with the the Kodak disc camera, and I still got those pictures <laughs> at my dad's house. So these are these are my Jordan, the Jordan white and blue Jordan 18s. Those oh. are my favorite shoes of all time. <clears throat> really? Yep. Why? It looks like it's got it's like just, slip covers on them, man. It's a it's a, it's a flat clean, that though. folds down. You uh, tie your shoe in it. It's got a magnet on top and it holds it together. Uh, mm. Yeah, like the a old, magnet. like old quads, the old Rydell. Yeah, kind quads, of. Kind like of. I got. Yeah, they were they were gangsters. Though. That's, <laughs> yeah, there it is, right there. See, it folds down. And you uh, tie it, and then you, it comes back up. The black ones are suede. The white ones are leather. Mm. Gangster. You could leave the flap open, huh? If you wanted to. That look. Yeah, they were so clean. I want some more, but I'm not spending that much money on them. So. Nah. Bro, your wife's got a good job. You got a sugar mama, bro. You can get those. Listen, don't number one. Okay. <laughs> don't don't right now. I'm trying to find homeboys that got shoes and closets they forgot about and trying to buy these right now. Which is where I got these fours I'm rocking right now. Hey yo, shout out to my man Adam, got me the hookup. Adam, Anyways, what's up, bro? Yeah. Let's, let's so talk. uh but uh yeah. It's dope, man. Good Sunday, I man. I don't when know how we got off on all that. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, are we gonna edit this out? No, are we no, keeping no. this. Bro, we keep, <laughs> Listen, we got about a year's worth of podcast. We've only had to edit one. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, promise. Yeah. Wasn't me, was it? Was no, it, no, it, was, it, was, totally me. it was definitely <laughs> Pastor Justin Oswald that we had to edit out. So. All right, let's don't talk about it. No. Get off the air. I'll <laughs> take my I'll take my answer off the air, please. <laughs> so yeah, we've only had to edit one. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of proud of that. Not that well, it's a big accomplishment. We've only had to edit one is kind of a big deal. Now, let yeah. me ask you a question. Let's talk about the future. Okay. So, you're running AMC. Yep. Are y'all going to run the big theater with the elevator? Uh, it, well, it's across the- Yeah. The, I, the elevator goes up to a mezzanine that accesses like three or four different different theaters. theaters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes, it is one of those that, that uh, it's one of the 450 seaters. How many services? Y'all still going to run two services? Two services. Come on. What are the times? 9, Nine and 11? 10, 30. 9 and 10, 30. Yep. Yeah. So, like, if I stay and I sneak in the back, could I sneak into a movie probably? Are they going to check? How's that I work? Mean, I don't know how that works. You can I mean, I wouldn't because that's stealing. That's against right, the Bible and exactly. all that. Exactly. We don't want to get... We don't wanna... I'm asking for a friend. Right, right. <laughs> if you were, if you wanted to be unethical, then that would probably be something that would be easy for an unethical, sinful-natured person. Are y'all going to get, like, a discount on popcorn? Uh, no, but you can you can join the AMC Rewards Club and then you get discounts and stuff. Hmm, I got that. Yeah, that that's how I went Saturday. 
I got I got a feeling certain people are going to roll in with their yearly bu- the buckets they buy for a year, <laughs> and on the way out they're just going to fill them up every Sunday for free. But uh, I don't yeah. think it's free though. I think it's still got to pay. Or is that I don't remember. It's four dollars still. Oh, is it? Yeah, they used to be. You bought it for the year and it was free. Maybe that was a uh, Carmike. Nah, bro. Yeah. They get they, they making a they making a gang of money off of them a popcorn. <laughs> Bro, Bro yeah. popcorn Justin rolls and soda. in there and drops $20 on a drink and some popcorn when he goes to the movies. That's why I don't go. Yeah. Nuh-uh. I just I don't go to the movies. Really? I just, I just uh, toss last some Twizzlers in my wife's Last movie party. I saw in theater, I think, was uh, Black Panther. It's a good movie. Wakanda it forever. <sighs> yeah, I agree it was good, but no, I'm not. No. Really? That, that, I just can't. I, I, See, if I, you had a wife do. with a big purse like me. Bro, you can fit all. You can fit six Happy Meals. Yeah, in but thing. I want popcorn. It's a movie. But I just you don't put two pop bags in my wife's purse. <laughs> that big Coach purse, the red one from Christmas. Yeah, ask you her ever about went it. to the movie with a group of people? I went one, one time with people from our old church, and like the movie starts, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, bro, they're cracking cokes open and stuff. I'm like, that old church, it wasn't cokes, bro. Let's be honest. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> one true story: me and Matt Mills, our executive pastor from Liberty Church, and our wives, we went to watch a movie one time, and I was like, Matt. You bring a big bag of Oreos in Elaine's purse, and I'll bring two chugs, <laughs> the quart chugs. And dude, we we had Oreos and milk, and we rocked a pack of Oreos and milk. Watch them. I don't even remember what the movie was. All I remember is you hear <laughs> moving the rapper. Lady behind us is like mean mugging us. I was like, lady, I paid the same amount of money. That's right. Just because you weren't as thoughtful about your process. I'm like, do you want an Oreo? I will hook you up. And crumble it into your popcorn, sweet and salty. Mm-mm. Yeah, people put M and M's and popcorn all the time. Nah, yeah, goobers, bro. Nah. Like, see, they are is, goobers. This is the old fat guy <laughs> in me. Back in the day, like I can only eat like maybe a third of a handful of popcorn now, and then yeah. I'm like, whoop, I'm full. A third of a handful? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got big hands, Jo. You're not used to that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I really. <laughs> Jo said he shook my hands one time. It felt like shaking hands with a bunch of bananas. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding, but for real, y'all uh, go to church, <laughs> love Jesus, get plugged in, serve. What else? <laughs> what else do we talk about Sunday? Uh, man, that was pretty much it. Fighting giants, man. Mm, Fighting giants, staying faithful. I think that was the thing that was the Lord put on my heart when we was wrapping the service up. Like, stay faithful when you start the fight. <laughs> opposition, like, don't be surprised when opposition shows up in the midst of your opportunity. Yeah, come on. Because you know, this is going to happen. Opportunity creates opposition. Because I even said right before or right after you do something great for God, another giant's going to pop his head up. That's why yeah. David took five stones with him. That's right. he had brothers. True that. Which just commentary. His brothers were punks, dude. If my brother gets knocked down, you're not going to have time to cut his head off before me and the other three brothers come and get you. a sling. Bro. It's ridiculous. No, nah, we're not. Mm. not. Well, we're not fit to do. Yeah, you're not fit to come they, up with they, they were in shock, I guess. Yeah. That just a little I, kid I just defeated I can't believe he's dead. Nine feet, four inches. Yes. That's, that's a big, dude. That's big. That's pretty tall. Yeah. I'm six foot two, and sometimes I forget how big I am until I, like, until you walk behind my wires. Yeah. Another three feet. Oh, All that there. dirty money smacking yeah, me smacking on my neck. Face. Yeah. On my neck, Dale. Not top of my head. I said, okay. Well, we not uh, Listen, uh, anyways, yeah. uh, it's been good. <laughs> it's been, it's hey, been I good. just want to give a shout out to y'all, man. Thank you so much. Like I said, it's Sunday. It's an honor to be able to stand in your pulpit and serve your people the word of God. And what was refreshing to me is how hungry they were for the word. You know, it wasn't just because I'm ridiculously good looking or that the message was even that great. Because when course. I walked off stage, I thought, man, they're never going to let me preach again. But now you let me on the microphone again. Mm. So I want to thank y'all. Thank you, people. Y'all go after God, man. Don't stop. Don't stop. The devil's even right now. You know what? The devil right now is lying to one of you that's listening, saying, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to move forward. I'm not supposed to make this move. I'm not supposed to go with Brad and J.O. and the team. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You are the one that is specifically called to go with and to serve and to get plugged in and you're going to see God move you. You're going to see God promote you. You're going to see God elevate you to a place where you never even thought was possible. And he's not going to do it for your namesake or for your glory to show you off or to show off pastor Brad or pastor Justin. He's going to do it to show himself off so that he can say, 
no one will boast before me. I'll take the foolish things to shame the wise. You know, I love being the foolish thing that shames the wise. I love being the weak things that be that shame the strong. Be that, do that. Love you. No doubt. Mm. So y'all check it out. If you haven't got a chance to listen to Sunday, go peep uh Patrick's message. First service. First, first service was Well, we only post one. Yes. Yeah, so. Post first service. John yeah. <laughs> Sap, first service only, please, sir. Thank you. So uh <laughs> But uh, it's been good, it's been real, it's been fun, and it's been real fun, because uh, when me and Patrick and Joe get together, it's always a blast, plus some of our friends. So, uh, yeah, that's why they put, I told everyone, I was like, they knew what they was doing. They put me and Patrick after lunch at the Freedom Conference. They knew what they was doing. So, uh, but nonetheless, good time, man. Awesome. Love the Freedom Conference. Shout out to Pastor Josh and Kristen mm. Lipscomb over at Liberty Blue Angel and all they do for everybody in the kingdom and in Pensacola. They're such a great resource and great friends. Uh, and they shared my brother Patrick with us on Sunday. Patrick. Uh, I didn't tell him. Yeah, well, I told him. So it's <laughs> They didn't even know. <laughs> They're like, you weren't here? Like, well, <laughs> I know I've lost weight, but come on. <laughs> so, uh, P-Dub, thank you, man. appreciate y'all. you. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, man, we're super excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, J.O., tell them where they can find more about the church. You can find us online at transformationchurch.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. And if you want to be up to date on some of the things that are popping right now with the AMC, uh, we do have a FAQ uh, part on yeah. the website so you can go to transformationchurch.com slash AMC AMC and they can get all the information you can get all the information um, that we have available and if you have additional questions comments or concerns you can email us at contact contact, contact at transformationchurch.com if you have cool. insight into our podcast and you want to know more follow up uh, you can, you, yeah you can actually like, when you're on the website there's a little chat bubble on the bottom you can just type your question in that very good yeah very good awesome guys well uh, hey listen we appreciate you Pete up one more time thank you love you appreciate you man and uh, we'll be back next week for the last week of the DeSoto's and sermons sounded like a family's leaving DeSoto's uh, <laughs> we're gonna miss y'all DeSoto's <laughs> so, uh, for the last week of the sermons at the DeSoto property then after that we go into AMC y'all yep. so we're into the Imagine series next week can't wait to do it love you. we'll see you guys next time on an, another week another sermon another follow up podcast peace Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.